The Artwork Podcast. Rattling Brains and Concepts. Once again in Lisbon, I had the great pleasure to meet up with Margot Gabriel. Hailing from Miami via Boston, she is a freelance food writer who centers her work on art, food, music and travel. We talk about her background and ancestry, her move from the US to Lisbon, but also the gentrification processes that make it increasingly difficult for many parts of society and the impact the so-called expat community has on these developments. So here's my talk with Margot Gabriel. Wonderful. We're here in sunny Lisbon today, um, and we're sitting where exactly? We are sitting in Second Home, which is housed inside of the Time Out Market in Lisbon. Right, so it's very central, very... Um, As convenient to, very, to come to. Right? Very central, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And I am sitting here with Margot Gabriel. You got it. Hailing from? Boston, by Boston. way of... Boston. Yeah, Boston. <laughs> my Bostonian accent. Did, by way of did, Miami, Florida. <laughs> yeah, by, by way. And by you, you said so just because we were talking briefly before. Um, your parents hailed from Haiti, right? Correct, yeah. yeah from the island so Haiti. all the influences here. Yes. Oh, many of them, anyway. Many, many yeah, layers. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, many layers. And... Um, We got, I mean, we're sitting here for the first time and I just met her and it's fantastic. Um, and we got introduced by a common friend. Brian. Yeah. Brian, uh, which I just uh, had the pleasure of uh, having a talk with him like a couple of weeks ago. And um, he immediately, once we finished the, the uh, interview talk, he, he said, you gotta, you gotta, you know, gotta talk to Margot, she's great. Um, so that's Thanks, what we do. Thanks, Brian. <laughs> Thanks, Brian. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean... Maybe you just introduce yourself briefly. Sure, what you're of course. Doing, yeah, where you absolutely. Come from what brought you here, basically? Of right? course. Uh, so again, I'm Margot Gabriel. Yeah. I'm a food writer um, and culinary creative from Boston, yeah. Massachusetts. I'm now based in Lisbon. Been here since 2020, and uh, it's it's been a really wonderful experience meeting individuals, cooking for people, yeah. um, hosting events in the city, and having this sort of cultural exchange yeah, yeah. Um, with my Portuguese yeah. counterparts. And, and you arrived in Lisbon just before the pandemic, right? Was at that? the height of the pandemic, actually. At the height of the <laughs> Yeah. Oh, okay, you've been a <laughs> Bit of a crazy exit. move, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a very quick exit, yeah. But, I mean, just, how was that? Wasn't that kind of difficult to, to it was, come? Not just uh, socially, but just, you know, bureaucratic-wise. For sure. It yeah. was a challenge. Uh, it kind of felt like it was an uphill battle. Yeah. Uh, one, I, at that point, really didn't understand any Portuguese. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't have any friends. So, that helps. <laughs> yeah, landed here with sure. just, like, no contacts. Yeah. <laughs> but... You know, it taught me a lot about myself, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think it was a good experience. Uh, I'd still do it over again if I yeah, had yeah. to, you know. But if I remember correctly, when we first talked on the phone, you said um, you initially wanted to go to Paris, right? Yeah, Is that correct? Yeah. yeah. So um, I identify more as a Francophone, yeah. uh, Francophile, I should say, and love French culture, yeah. love French food, cinema, um, but the visa process was a bit more... Tedious. Tedious and, yeah. and challenging. And yeah. so I'd been to Portugal maybe a few years prior, and I was like, oh, I had a nice experience there, yeah. so let's give it a go. Yeah. And, and it was a smoother visa process than yeah. Yeah. trying to land in Paris. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that's how I got here. <laughs> and I mean, you don't regret it. No, not, chance, at right? not, yeah. Yeah. not at all. Not at all. 
Yeah. So it's been good three years now. Did yeah, you? it really has. I mean, the first year was yeah, a lot of tears, a lot yeah. of meltdowns. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of Google Translate. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. We, we made it. <laughs> <laughs> we made it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so you basically come from, from Boston, right? And Correct. you get your family there? And yeah, I saw my relatives there. All my immediate family, my siblings, yeah. all live how many, there. How many get to get? Uh, I have four siblings. Four? Yeah, so Jeez, two, great. three sisters yeah. and one brother. And, and they're right all in kind, the middle. Of, kind of, you said, uh, kind of art, within art? Yeah, within, yeah like in the art, music, tech space, music. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my brother, a UX designer, and my sister, uh, my youngest sibling, is an artist, she yeah. plays the violin and the trumpet, so Fantastic. she's trumpet music, musically inclined. Okay, but not, not both at the same time. That, no, I no, that, that, would, that would be really interesting. Yeah, that would be really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I mean, because, uh, you know, trumpet and violin, that is quite tough to learn as a kid, right? So your yeah. parents are quite uh, chilled with... Uh, with uh, I uh, think, she, I would say she's very ambitious. Okay. She's very, yeah. very ambitious. And that's, you know, one of the things that I really love about her. Yeah. Um, very focused on the arts. Loves the sciences, but really has an affinity for music. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, I just figured because violin, I, I tried it once. And it's just, it's horrendous to, <laughs> especially, you know, first year. When yeah. you just, you cannot hit any note correctly. I'm like... Ah, oh, yeah. pain, painful. But she so, did it. Very talented. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, your your main thing here is uh, food writing and uh, hosting as well, right? Yeah, and, correct. Yeah. Um, so primarily, I, I work as a food writer at yeah. Time Out Market, Time Out uh, Lisbon, basically. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I have a column there, writing about food yeah. and drink, and introducing people to some of the newer. Um, restaurants landing in Boston, in Lisbon, not Boston. Yes, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, in addition to that, I host pop-up dinners yeah, um, in partnership with different chefs and restaurants yeah. in in Lisbon. So and that's you just been, had one like two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, I was uh, in the kitchen at Musa de Bica with Tiago. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. that, so how many how many people? Are you we had over from? forty people come oh, okay. in. Okay, oh, yeah. Wow. That's, that's so it was, it was a really nice experience. Ambitious as well, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> crazy. So what Focus did you, on. can I ask, what did you cook? Or what was sure. your plan? So I had two uh, two dishes on the menu. Yeah. Um, and I love to introduce my Haitian roots yeah. uh, and culture to any of the menus that I have a chance to put together. So I made this fried pork slider, okay. um, which in Creole we call grill. So it's a okay. fried pork shoulder yeah. with lots of spice. Um, and it was on a Portuguese roll or bread called yeah. bolo levedo, and I uh, prepared a pickled cabbage salad, which okay. is similar to like a kimchi, but with lots yeah. of heat. Um, and then I had uh, fried green plantains with that same sort yeah. of pickled cabbage yeah. slaw. Um, and I think it was a hit. You know, people really yeah. enjoyed it. It wasn't too spicy. Yeah. <laughs> people were not getting it for yogurt or something to drink. Right, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So it was a really good experience. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. It's early morning, but I'm still hungry. You're getting hungry now. <laughs> right, but it's almost well, lunchtime. Uh, early is a bit too uh, you know, ambitious to work, but it's 10.30 now. But, yeah. But, uh, okay, cool. Very Fantastic. Cool. Yeah. So, and the next one will be... Um, so I'll be in the kitchen at a restaurant called Aviagem Besoudes, which is okay. in Arroyos, still central ah. Lisbon. It's just uh, just where um, the, the cathedral is, right? Just um, is there a cathedral in Viagem? that area? Aviagem Besoudes. Uh, Aviagem Besoudes. Oh, yeah, it's okay. a oh. gastro pub in the oh. Arroyos neighborhood. 
Uh, um, no, that's a different one. I, I misunderstood. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no yeah. worries, no worries. Yeah. Um, so I'll be in the kitchen there in July, which I'm really okay. excited about. Fantastic, yeah. yeah. So that'll be my next event. And you get any ideas what you're going to be cooking there? Uh, it's a small kitchen, so yeah. I, I think I might uh, do the same menu that I had at Musa de Bica. Okay. Because it's uh, uh, the prep work, it'll be a lot easier in their kitchen. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're more of a wine bar almost, so okay. I want to do something that'll pair well with their wine yeah. selection. And now, because you're a food writer, obviously you have to you know, venture out and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it's a hard job. It's, it's a hard job. It's a terrible so sorry. job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like the toughest job in Truly. You know, but so, uh, I mean, how many times a week, a month are you kind of... Uh, I'd say in the last two months, I've been out to like a new restaurant, maybe like every, I don't know, every third day. Like it's Every there, third day. There's like a new spot oh, or yeah. a new culinary event that someone's yeah. launching. So I have an event on the third for an, a restaurant that's hosting their one-year anniversary. Mm. Their focus is on art and uh, food. Yep. So oftentimes, um, you know, PR managers will reach yeah, out to me yeah, sure. um, yeah. for an event or to sample something. So yeah. perks of the job, which I really yeah. appreciate. Yeah, it's nice enough, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I have no complaints, honestly. Yeah, yeah, no, sure. I, I wouldn't be complaining, you know. <laughs> and plus, I have to say, I mean, with the, the restaurant and the gas, just gastronomy scene really picked up the last you know, It's years. incredible. It is. It's incredible. Um, it is quite something if you compare it even to, you know, five years ago, you know, exactly. let alone 10 or 15, whatever. You know, sure, where, sure. Where you had the, you had a, you know, octopus salad and some fish, some burnt fish. Maybe. No, that's, that's a bit... <laughs> It's a bit mean, but they'll come after you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, no, I loved it. You know, I, I really loved it, but um, it's quite the, the, the diversity of things here now. You know, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I have a friend that just opened a restaurant in the uh, north of the country, yeah. in a town called Lureña. Okay, and uh, it's seafood forward, yeah. and uh, I'll be visiting next week. Super, ah, super excited. Nice. So yeah. you'll have to come back and give yeah. it a try. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the beauty of things, which is here on the ocean, like yeah. literally a couple of miles. So even, fresh. It is so fresh. And the so, wine, uh, yeah. it's really, the food scene is yeah. quite, quite impressive. Big, yeah. And also the, um, I think, uh, you know, the, the new wise, ways of making wine are really kind of sinking in slowly. Absolutely. Just, Natural yeah. wine is exactly. booming it's here. huge. Booming. Huge. And I was... I've never, I've never been a wine person, yeah. so I don't consider myself a wine connoisseur, but since yeah. I've landed here, I've yeah. really been pushed to learn more yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and expand my palate. <laughs> yeah. I think, it, I mean, to be honest, I think the, the, the thing that happens here, especially in Lisbon, there's so much money pouring in, you know, from all over the world. So, so uh, much. So, and yeah. this is one of the side effects, obviously, you know, and yeah. also the, 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 you know, culinary scene is a side effect of how much, you know, mm -hmm. uh, superfluous money is, you know, being spent here. For sure, for sure. Um, do you see, can you see some sort of, you know, uh, negative sides to that kind of uh, uh, development? Uh, absolutely. I think about that often. Um, I'd say in the last couple months, I've been like figuring, thinking about ways to, yeah, sort of lessen the, imp the negative impact of like me being here as, mm. you know, a gentrif gentrifier, basically. Like, yeah. yes, the cost of living has gone up yeah. and most so. people don't realize like the average salary for a Portuguese person is like about 760 yeah. euros yeah. a month which is which is more than very challenging yeah, like, it's you know it's, it's really really hard so when I do get I guess other foreign nationals specifically Americans that message me and say hey I want to move here I'm like mm. think about why you want to move here you know mm. 
Um, is it because you've seen something on on the internet that sounds yeah. like Lisbon is the new hot place to yeah, be? Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, and then you want to think about whether you have a community here. Um, how will you, you know, uh, behave as a newcomer? Yeah. Will you have sort of the cultural sensitivity yeah. um, to to land here and not? Yeah. I don't know, be a nuisance or a menace or whatever. Yeah. Like, well, I, I don't I know. mean, that's, that's a hard word, but it is definitely, a, you know, the case where I think, you know, if you look at what's been happening in the last, as I said, five, ten years sure. here, um, it is becoming increasingly hard for, you know, Portuguese people to just come by, right? just yeah. get by with. Right? Yeah, oftentimes I hear a lot of my Portuguese friends say, like, they don't feel like Lisbon belongs to them anymore, yeah. and that really is tough to hear because it it's is, like yeah. I fell in love with Lisbon because of its charm and the exactly. architecture and it's yeah. like if we decide the powers that be decide that okay we want to put a Starbucks here or some yeah. big transnational corporation yeah. where there used to be a proper like mom and pop cafe yeah. it's like what are we doing do yeah, we want exactly. this to be like New York City it, you know it's the bizarre thing is because it's exactly that process that's kind of uh, you know uh, completely uh, opposes the fact that you actually initially wanted to, to come here, you know, right. and you're part of that system that kind of pushes out the authenticity. Yeah, right? that's kind the of, word. It's, yeah. You know, people are in love with the authenticity, the essence of Lisbon, yeah. and it's like the more and more new people land here, then that energy shifts, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wrote an article for a media company in November about that specifically. Yeah. Um, why so many black American women are relocating from the U.S. to Europe and yeah. to, the con uh, to the African continent. And I really wanted people to know the nuances of, you know, relocating yeah. and becoming a quote-unquote expat. Because yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. that's sort of a loaded term well, for a lot of people. Expat only applies to people from the global north, right? <laughs> right, right, exactly, exactly. Obviously, <laughs> so, it, just, you know, immigrants. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the bizarre thing, you know? Right. There's so, some sort of, this sort of uh, fiscal cutoff, right? Right, right. And then you're the expat, otherwise you're an immigrant. So. And it's, it's so, so that's sort of what I'd like to explore in my writing oh, yeah. beyond being a food writer is like letting people know like hey yes we do have some level of privilege yeah. passport privilege when we land here maybe we have you know an extra disposable income to be here but what are we doing when we land here are we making an effort to learn the language mm. to understand the culture you know or are we sort of just saying oh I just want to hang out with American people yeah, and yeah, yeah. I just want to yeah. do same American things that I was doing, yeah. but in another country, yeah. you know. And, so you know, having more probably just more money to spend because it's precisely, cheap, cheaper, precisely. Right? So you know, I want people to know, like, hey, this is not some sort of eat, pray, love situation. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. real life. There are moments where I'm incredibly yeah. homesick, yeah, yeah, even yeah. though I do enjoy my life here. But I don't have any of my immediate family here, so yeah. I'm missing out on a lot of things, yeah, right? Definitely. And that's a trade-off. It is, right? So, um, you know, I try to tell people as honestly as possible what life is like here yeah. um, and how much of a challenge certain aspects yeah. of it is. You are right. Immigration. You know, um, dealing with like. Uh, certain agencies, the bureaucracy, yeah. you know, uh, I've learned a lot of patience in these three <laughs> you gotta, years. You gotta have a lot of patience. <laughs> yeah. Like, eh, and it's kind of out of money. How much yeah. Do you yeah, you gotta learn to laugh at yourself. Like, yeah. I try not to take myself so no. seriously. So. Um, yeah. But it is, yeah. There's that. <laughs> That's just, uh, but you know, I suppose that's that could be the case in any other you know place as well. For sure. Bureaucracy is just bureaucracy. And, yeah, you know. absolutely. And uh, yeah. when I remember the first times when in the camera or the mirror, which is uh, mm -hmm. the the uh, kind of the official um, camera down in where uh, where I got my little mm -hmm. place, 
they really literally carried the, the paper, you know, paper documents. There was one guy carrying the paper documents, right, up the, uh, the staircase and carrying them down again. So it's, wow. that, that yeah. was just maybe seven years ago. Like <laughs> so it, it just, you know, it, it's, I found it charming, but if you want to get something done, it's um, hard. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, I know. So, I mean, it's, it can be challenging. It, it can be a challenge. Yeah, and yeah. I try to let people know, like, hey, you know, things aren't going to be yeah. what you're used to if you're, you know, from this, the U.S. or something like this. So, yeah. Is it, um, just because we were talking about that just, mm -hmm. just now, um, is that, do you see kind of a gentrification process in the culinary scene as well? Is that something that you can observe? Uh, that's it? a really great question. Um, I feel like yes and no, uh, for example. Oftentimes when I'm on a food tour and the tour guide is discussing a particular dish yeah. as it relates to Portuguese yeah. gastronomy, um, for me as an American, like I'm recognizing, oh, this has Indian influences yeah, or Japanese yeah, influences. Yeah. And obviously due to, you know, the colonization yeah. in the past, like a lot of dishes, spices were absorbed. And so now they're just yeah, Portuguese, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, and they're yeah, here. Yeah. Um, but for me as a food writer, I think it's super important to share the full narrative of yeah. how certain dishes yeah. became what they to became be, yeah. um, because People will just attribute it to, oh, this is, you know, yeah, yeah. Portuguese yeah, yeah. culture. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, no, it's important to actually, like, say, hey, so, yes, we were, uh, we colonized colonial, Mozambique. Colonial right? culture. Yeah, exactly, but, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So for me as a food writer, it's super important um, to make sure we're using language that's not erasing yeah. the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not erasing um, a culture yeah. or language. Um, and that, you know, that can sometimes... <laughs> ruffle some feathers, which is whatever. Yeah, it's it it's, it's some, okay. And, and some, sometimes people don't want to, you know, uh, use their energy on, on knowing that these things. Precisely. That's, that's, Precisely. It just it can be a bit more, you know, educational. And if people just want to read something fun, then it's, right, and right. That's, I think that can be a challenge. Yeah. But it's to totally important, I think. Yeah, yeah, same. And I think that's part of the reason why um, I share the stories that I share. Yeah. And then also the fact that I'm, you know, hosting events. Yeah. That is allowing me to introduce um, Afro-Caribbean culture to the Portuguese community here. Yeah, yeah, That's also yeah. allowing for deeper conversations to, yeah, yeah, yeah. to begin yeah. and bringing the diverse group of people that I'm connected to together. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I think part of my work as a food writer and culinary creative is, is to get those conversations going. So uh, you know? you're writing also in the kind of cross-section between gentrification and cultural appropriation. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <In the> culinary, <laughs> yeah. I'm just asking because I'm sitting here, I have to be honest, in a, in a kimono, which is just... Yeah, it's really nice. It's <laughs> nice, but it's it's Japanese, uh, you know? And I just just yesterday bought it, actually, at, at, mm -hmm. uh, you know, at Muji, so I'm kind okay. of, you know, part of the gentrification process, too, I, mean. I suppose. Yeah, so. <laughs> But I actually I asked um, I asked Brian the same question um, you know what what his thoughts on on that at the moment hot topic is and um, so I think it's an important topic what is your general general view on on you know the term cultural appropriation um, not just culinary sure thinking. of course I mean I think it is something that we absolutely need to discuss yeah. um, but when I decide to you know engage in those types of conversations for me it's important that we again like have a full honest conversation yeah. not just sort of uh, repeat you know I don't know 
points that we've seen on Twitter or yeah. we've heard someone say, but we've not done the research to understand, like, well, yeah. why is this a talking point? Because yeah. um, I do think people are genuinely curious about oh, yeah. certain cultures. Okay, yeah. So yeah. I... I never shy away from having those conversations. I think there's sometimes people just want to say, oh, you're culturally appropriating this because you're wearing that or because you decide to wear your hair a certain way. And it's like, no, maybe they actually just want to know more. And I think sometimes it's very hard to have conversations that can feel a little bit uncomfortable. Uh, I find that, not with everyone, but like sometimes people shy away from having conversations about race here yeah, yeah. Um, because by and large I think people in Portugal not everyone assumes that like oh this is a not safe space but this is a space where we don't have the level of lethal racism yeah, yeah, yeah. that exists in the United States yeah, yeah, right yeah, yeah. so well to be honest they had it just a couple of centuries ago you know I mean sure yeah <laughs> of course, of I course. Mean, Portugal to be honest is one of the toughest nations in terms of what they did to you know sure of course uh, of course countries from whatever from Africa to India mm-hmm. whatever you know absolutely so um, but anyway sorry but I was yeah but I, I think you. it's yeah. um, important to have those conversations yeah. and not shy away from them um, but I always wonder like what's the Point, what's the end goal? You know, if we want to have this conversation, yeah. what do you want to gain from it at the end? But if it's just going to be a shouting match, like, hey, I'm right and you're wrong, yeah, yeah. I think this is really futile, honestly. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, I think it, for me, is always like, what's the intention? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, you know, I think at the end of the day, you know, just, uh, I think, recognizing the facts and, and trying to, you know, move on from that one. From, from, from the thing, I think. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, I think otherwise we would have a big problem having anything that an oatmeal or something else, something very basic. I mean, right, 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 right. Development is always going to be, you know, but Just as like you said, it needs to be, it needs to be um, um, recognized in a way. Right? Precisely, yeah. precisely. With any, not just, you know, not just cuisine, with anything. Really, yeah, right? across the board, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, talking about because your main, the main thing is writing. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you had any experience. I'm just a slight change of ch- subject. Sure. Um, do you, uh, did you get into um, like the machine learning tools? Or I, I have not uh, gotten into any of those just yet. I that's been a big big topic in the last I'd say like eight months. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. and that's and exactly one. Yeah, and, and I mean I've had conversations with like my editors. Yeah. And many of the contracts that I have, like yeah. they've sent updated writer guidelines, right? So you shouldn't be using by those. Many guys? of yeah, they do really? not. Yeah, like oh, there's okay. this one uh, publication that I just started working with, and they were very, very explicit. Do we not do not it. want you using really? any form of like AI, Chat GPT, like. And their reasoning be, I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not um, judging. I'm just uh, curious. Largely, it's know? like they want. They want again. authenticity. They want, you know, the integrity of the writer. And I think yeah, yeah. for some, it's uh, murky water. So they're like, okay, we just don't yeah, want yeah. this. We want. And, and maybe also, you know, I don't know. I'm just guessing. Maybe also, the the copyright issues are not really, you know, spoken out yet. I mean, this is a yeah, huge yeah. topic that nobody's gonna know whether ChatGPT is gonna come up in, you know. Two years time, say, oh, actually, exactly, you know, well, exactly. This is all like you know the, the typical Amazon thing, you know, right, like right, make right. it cheap, at, you know, cheap at the beginning, and then mm-hmm. just you know push out the. But anyway, so yeah. So my editors are very direct with they're me, super, and they're like, we do not want you to use really? ChatGPT. Okay. 
so I don't. Um, yeah, but I no, do. Enough, I, I do yeah. know plenty of writers that are using it, maybe for yeah. their own like um, brand, like building their websites and these yeah. types of things. Yeah. Um, but I've I've not had yeah. any experience or expertise but it, but it's in, in using. Which isn't, yeah. That so. your, your edits would just you know say okay. That was almost immediate. Really? Like <laughs> we were like, here's yeah. an update to you our writer's guideline. Yeah. I repeat, do not. Yeah. I was like, oh gosh, read over my contracts now. So it it's really shaken up the. Yeah, it is yeah, yeah. the writing I mean, world. Also, music, you know. Um, right, right. It is on on every kind of design as well, you know. If you think, yeah, what is even for consumers now possible? Like, right, right. Um, but it will be yeah, it's definitely a topic to observe. It is. It <laughs> In is. Next 10, 20, 30 yeah. years. I mean, whatever. for example, there was um, an ex experience of a chef who posted on Twitter that they wanted to use ChatGBT to create a, a new restaurant yeah, menu. Yeah. And it was so was that a, review a, or? a restaurant menu. Oh, menu. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. And so they like plugged in all this information, yeah, yeah. and it came back with like a very like well thought out menu, which yeah, is a little yeah. scary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So is, you know, it's the, it's the, happening. It is happening. Yeah, and I mean, I'm just been dabbling a bit with uh, music, uh, LM, and I'm kind of um, it is always to me close to what it should sound like mm -hmm, but there's mm -hmm. always this, this for now right this element of slightly uh, just just slightly bizarre you know there's yeah there's something which yeah. just makes you think yes it sounds like you know it should do uh, but not even, quite. you know even writing you know mm -hmm. i think yes but there's always this kind of um uh moralistic end point where mm -hmm. it needs to go right right but this i'm sure this will be you know the, it, getting their learning. practice it's in learning. now, right? It's exactly. It is learning. Yeah. Okay. But uh, interesting enough that your yeah. that your editors would just instantly. Yeah, they were like, "Sign yeah. here." I'm like, "Oh gosh." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, so. it makes sense. They gotta. Yeah. Kind of thing. Um, would you ever consider, apart from your writing, would you consider, you know, letting a just theoretically speaking, machine learning to design a recipe? I've not thought too far into the future. I mean, I, I would. I would. I think. Yeah, yeah. I think for now, like, I wouldn't feel comfortable like using, like, plugging in my content or my work into ChatGPT yeah. to have it sort of rework something. Yeah. Um, but yeah something like a recipe yeah. a recipe that'd be kind of cool yeah, yeah. as long as you don't have to yeah, I don't right. <laughs> buy 20 tons of KVR exactly, and, uh, exactly. <laughs> something yeah. fantastic yeah. yeah so um where did you I mean when you you create your own recipes as well right yeah kind of or yeah. make, make a lot of it's influenced uh based off of my past travels my like you know cultural heritage yeah. and then now that I'm here so oftentimes my like dishes that I posted or shared uh, two weeks Sundays ago yeah. um, it was sort of a Haitian Caribbean Portuguese influence you know so mm. I try to keep it exciting yeah, yeah. <laughs> talking about keeping it exciting when you I mean obviously there are times when you don't feel too inspired you know writing or cooking whatever yeah. um, what is your toolbox for getting that creative flow again what is sure what that you? that is such a great question um, because I get asked that often yeah. um, and what I do is I practice gratitude so I make a list of the things that I'm either really good at yeah. or grateful for or just things that I've accomplished um, yeah. and then I really meditate on that yeah. um, and then uh, I take time for myself yeah. um, 
whether that's going to a museum, yeah. um, going for a walk, going to the beach. So really like practicing self-care, even though I feel yeah. like they've, the world has cheapened that term. Yeah, yeah. Um, but really pulling back because I do have a very busy schedule. Yeah. Um, and, you know, taking time for myself, maybe going yeah, to a concert. So doing yeah. things that enrich me in like a cultural like art sense yeah. um and during covid it was a challenge because it was, yeah, yeah, i can go to a concert yeah. i can get on a plane yeah. so i really had to find new ways to and then the park bench take, was yeah off, exactly. I think, you know was, yeah. I mean, it was, it was, that was a bizarre it was, moment when they actually tough. Yeah. put the, the table the, the, that the was benches it was down scary here. actually yeah. it was like are you guys serious yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know i mean i because i've been here exactly in lisbon when they I think it was when was it 21 or 20 when okay. they in December or yeah. January I think yeah. and the first two weeks were perfect you know mm -hmm. things kind of open and suddenly you couldn't even sit outside right yeah they I had like, the caution tape yeah, and I was like caution. what is this a crime scene it was yeah. just so bizarre was, honestly yeah forgot about that time <laughs> yeah no no I, I push it but now that you mentioned yeah. you know, sitting right you know just because I vividly remember sitting down here uh -huh. and the next day they literally sealed it off right That's as you insane. with that red so you tape, couldn't even right? use public spaces no, you know couldn't. it was you very eerie and the bizarre thing is you could take a, get a get, get a uh, you know takeaway coffee up in yes other places but here not it was a very I was like have I made a mistake in movie gear like yeah, it was yeah. it was a really strange time yeah, yeah, it was a strange time <laughs> I think for everybody you know yeah quite sure. great incision not great but a huge incision huge 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 on, uh, yeah. I think also on, 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 on the minds of many people right? absolutely like I I mean I've been in therapy for a number of years yeah. um, and then up until COVID, I had taken a break because I was like, yeah, gotten yeah. to a point where I was like, oh, I've got the tools that I need. Yeah. And then when I was here, I was like, yeah. okay, I need a little bit of support. <laughs> yeah, truly, yeah. truly. So got back into therapy in 2021 because yeah. I was like, this is crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. <laughs> you know? But yeah, Especially. definitely it's important to have a, a tool box yeah. for yourself, not just as a creative, but just as a person. Generally, you know, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah. For yeah. maintenance, upkeep, all of, all yeah, of those yeah. things. And get, you know, keep going, basically. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just, so, um, so taking your mind of things is something to be able to focus again on what you're... Absolutely. Because yeah. I had writer's block for much of 2020. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, because of COVID and just everything that was happening. But like, even so for, let's say, writing reviews, even if you were Everything. Just, really? I, I don't know how many times I had to ask for an extension really? uh, with my editors. They were very gracious because I just, not that things were happening to me, but just sort of the onslaught of bad news, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, with yeah, COVID yeah. and then yeah. just everything that happened in the United States yeah. in 2020. Yeah. And so I was like, I can't. I cannot work. This is yeah. very hard. Uh, so <laughs> that that was when I realized, like, okay, I need to really like yeah. take care of myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I mean, the, the good thing is now uh, Lisbon is a beautiful city for you know just ambling about that. And, Absolutely and, stunning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and we shouldn't push the, the city too, too much. It's That's a terrible. It's a, place. Terrible. Awful. It looks, I mean, it's just you know people are nasty. <laughs> and it's bad right. weather. Trash and, everywhere. You know, trash. Just just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> right, Brian's always like, "Stop talking up Lisbon, yeah. Margo." I'm like, "I'm sorry." <laughs> yeah, like, I, I think by now everybody, the whole world. Yeah, I mean, knows, I mean if, you, you know, if you've seen the press in the last four months exactly, between yeah. like mainstream American media, yeah. like everyone, oh, everyone wants yeah. to be here. There's yeah. like a New York Times article. Oh, really? yeah. There was something in Condé Nast, uh, uh -huh. Travel and Leisure. Yeah. You know, so yeah. the the people are coming. <laughs> yeah, it's it's Condé Nasty. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Uh, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, so. people. I mean, but people. I I haven't, you know, observed a big change like two weeks, uh, two years ago. Right? Even, yeah. Even, no, two years. That was the pandemic. Just before that was. Um, sometimes I think it's a bit like it's almost like a Disneyland for you know. Absolutely. It's, it's just mad when you walk through and. Yeah. And you're being part of it. I'm, I'm being part of it. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm yeah. you know, I mean, it's just... Uh, but it's, yeah, I think this... It's not the first city that it, this is happening to. No, not at all. it won't be probably the last. No, no. Um, so, it'll be interesting to see what happens in the next year, two yeah, years, yeah. honestly. Right, exactly, yeah. yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me just... Uh, maybe... Mm-hmm. As we um, talked about your writing process, you because I, I saw that on your on your website, you were also uh, co-producing a film like a couple yeah, of years uh, back last, or two years back? last year. Last year, okay, uh, yeah. I was it last year. My memory's bad. I believe it's last year. Yeah. <laughs> last year, I helped uh, to produce um, a film called Somos de Aquí okay. um, with Alyssa Aquino, mm-hmm. and she's the filmmaker. She's from New York City. Yeah. Uh, she's Dominican American. Okay. I'm Haitian American, and yeah. uh, I lived in the Dominican Republic in my 20s for a year Uh Um, and we met actually at a wine bar here in Lisbon uh, two summers ago which one the one Uh, Tabernaculo by Hernani Miguel it's the first restaurant that I visited when I landed here and um, she was there with her boyfriend at the time and I was just there having a beer and I'm friends with the owner and anytime there's like a group of Americans that are in his restaurant, he'll introduce me, and I'm like, okay. you don't have to do this, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But he did, yeah. and we stayed in touch, and uh, recommended a few places to them. And she said, hey, I'm uh, actually getting married, um, and we're having our wedding in uh, Portugal. Really? So we okay. sort of just stayed in touch. Yeah. She told me that she was working on a project yeah. uh, about the film, yeah. and she wanted to explore, you know, just sort of the political tension between Haitians and Dominicans Um, and this is really where the film was you know started um, with this idea of like exploring that why is this why is there so much animosity between the two nations Um, and so I told her I know a lot of people on the ground I know a lot of artists I'd be more than happy to help and we just sort of started our friendship on on Instagram and uh, then she was like hey would you be able to conduct some of the interviews with um you know the individuals yeah, we get yeah. on the film so I did the translation for the film okay, so it's in Spanish and yeah. Haitian Creole yeah. Um, and yeah it was really exciting I'd never worked on a film before yeah. and well, uh, again I think part of my move to Portugal was just to push myself outside of my comfort zone yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. to say yes to more things yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so it was just another way to say hey cool. let's let's see where this goes yeah, yeah. you know um, and I'm really grateful we're yeah. good friends now yeah. went to our wedding and and Lisbon is always and going you, to connect us and you got a, you got a co-producing guy <laughs> yeah you know, which is un- unbelievable <laughs> but yeah thank you Alyssa you're, you're yeah. awesome yeah, so yeah, awesome, yeah, I was really grateful. Yeah. So I'll, I'll send you the trailer. <laughs> yeah, no, actually, yeah, I looked at it all. It's oh, cool. on YouTube already. Yeah, I yeah, found, yeah. I found it, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's beautifully Som- shot. Somos de aquí. Yeah, somos de aquí. We're from, okay. we are from here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Great. yeah, so very cool so many many different aspects of your creativity here right? yeah uh, yeah. Of your, of what, yeah and I feel like 
you know, Lisbon has really brought a lot of that out of me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Growing up in Boston, like, I always loved the creative arts, yeah. um, but it was a bit of a challenge trying to kind of break into those worlds. Yeah. Because uh, I worked in accounting for much of my corporate Obviously, life. So much just, more high And I just more, did not have the yeah. sort of bandwidth or the time yeah, yeah. or the network. And so yeah. being here, like, everyone is so open to collaborating, yeah. sharing their resources. And yeah. for me, that's been really incredible yeah yeah, yeah yeah I think that's the, that's the beauty of Lisbon as well yeah. it's just things are happening and, and so much. people are as you said they're open for you know whatever whatever comes along it's not like it's yeah. not a highbrow society in terms of creativity right? they're like oh you're working on something how can we yeah. how can we yeah. connect how can we collaborate yeah. and it's been like that with almost every encounter I've had here yeah, yeah. That's, that yeah. is true that's a beautiful end note <laughs> <laughs> end notes. Uh, let me just. Uh, I, I always get a kind of a, a word wrap at the, at the mm -hmm. end, so I'm cool. say you know super daft mm -hmm. thing to do, but okay. whatever. Awesome. Let's cool, just cool. go for it. Yeah, of course. Um, because um, first of all, what's your favorite color? A very basic. Green. Place. Green. Green. Yes. Okay. And um, then you said you're a francophile, so I suppose it will be something like Godard. But <laughs> what is your favorite? Okay, it's a very difficult. What's your favorite? A film that you would recommend that you really love? Oh boy, um, I really love. I've got two films. Yeah, uh, Amelie. Yeah, sure. And uh, Medicine for Melancholy by Barry Jenkins. This was his first like yeah, foray into okay. film, and it was set in San Francisco. Okay. The cinematography is just absolutely beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Nice. Okay. Um, I, I'm yeah. not the it's familiar with this. Super, or? super old. Okay. But yeah. What's it called again? Medicine for Melancholy. Medicine for Melancholy. Okay, fantastic. And, um, I'm going to check it uh, out. Amelie. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, then uh, this this is right up your street. Favorite pasta form, like you know. Oh man, <laughs> uh, I, I have two. <laughs> yeah, they're always so fun. Uh, Bucatini and um, tagliatelle. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I, I always go for tagliatelle as well, or, or, or farfalle. I like farfalle is nice. Yeah. Uh, and finally, uh, your favorite aquatic dweller. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Dweller. Oh man, that's a good one. Could be anything. Uh, Could be plankton. <laughs> plankton. <laughs> that's hilarious. I would say, uh, oh my, swan. Swan. Nice. Yeah, it is. It is. They're way. very beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. They glide along. There you go. Very and they get to uh, to um, you know to media to explore, right? Uh, exactly. The water and wow. and the sky. Yeah. And the air. Wonderful. Um, well, Thank this you. has been great fun and this very enjoyable. This is super lovely. Thank, Thank you, you Margot Gabriel, once again. Um, Thank you. <laughs> check her website, website out, which is it's called? It's margoscreativelife.com. margoscreativelife.com. Check yes. it out. Um, super fun to read. And thank you once again. Thank you so much. Time. Pleasure and is mine. See you again in Lisbon. Yes. Atija. Right. Ciao. Atija. Ciao. Ciao. <laughs> Bye-bye.